Welcome to Naples Talk Radio. Today I'll be meeting with Mike Kamara, who's the founder of Wisdom Works LLC. Mike's got a lot of history. He's done a lot of different things, including author a book called Life in the Balance, Seven Strategies for Making Life Work. Now, he's working on a company called Wisdom Works LLC, which focuses on helping leaders grow and build strong businesses by building wisdom. Mike spent the last few decades leading businesses himself and being a coach for successful business leaders, entrepreneurs, and people of influence. Mike, welcome to Naples Talk Radio. Tell me a little bit about yourself. I grew up in Michigan and uh, have uh, three sisters and grew up in a home where um, dad was a self-made businessman. Um, Grew up in southern Illinois, was a farm boy there, and left home when he was 17 years old. And went up to Detroit when the auto industry was booming and got a job with Chrysler and started working his tail off and saved his money and bought his first gas station when he was 27 and then went into the bar and restaurant business and all that good stuff. Man of many talents, just like yourself. Well, a little bit, yeah, (laughs) a little bit, yeah. So you're, you've, You've done a lot of things. Yeah. So you've written a book. Mm-hmm. You're in seminary school. Yeah. yeah. Um, you also uh, ran an RIA. Yeah. And you currently run a company called Wisdom Works. Yeah. Uh, Wisdom Works Global. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. Well, um, the whole idea behind Wisdom Works is to basically help people get better. In a nutshell, I want to help people get better and try to remove the things, the obstacles that are holding them back from experiencing the fullness of life. The things that they, I think everybody inside themselves has a picture of what a great life looks like. And many times they're just things that are holding them back. Sometimes it's between our ears, our thoughts that keep us in back. Sometimes there's obstacles you know, around us that uh, barriers that need to be removed. But that's really what I want to do. I want to help people just experience the fullness of life. And that's what Wisdom Works is all about. So tell me a little bit about that process. I know that yeah. we we had discussed just a little bit about the business, but yeah. um, you're primarily focused on leadership. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So t- tell me about what you show organizations about leadership. Yeah, so when I start talking with, with leaders, I... I first need to find out where where they're at and um, how they feel about their leadership themselves. Like, what is what is their philosophy philosophy around leadership? And so, one of my basic premises is that every business is a direct reflection of the leadership given to it, for good or bad, for for you know for better or for worse. And so, if a leader or leaders believe that, then we've got a basis for discussion and we can build on that and we can grow from that. And so I'll start off and have a conversation with uh, leaders talking to them about, first of all, becoming effective in leading ourselves before we go ahead and and try to lead others. And so I've got a process that um, works with the leaders and helps them with a few uh, key areas. And and the first one is uh, the leader's mindset and how they think. And then the next, we take a look at the, the leader's character and those qualities and traits that really can be developed and help them, and then the leader's behaviors and so on. So I think there's some things that the leaders need to know, the leader needs to be, and the leaders need to do. And when they're growing in those areas, 
wow, their, their, their effectiveness as a leader just takes off. And uh, what happens is it starts changing the whole organization. Then they can start working with uh, you know, their employees and staff better. So it sounds like the starting place is that the internal transformation happens yeah, first. Yeah, exactly. And then once that's complete, then they can focus on the external. Yeah, good point. So I think a lot of times when you start talking about transformation, I think people get a little bit nervous about that. They go, hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're going to try to change me to be, make me something that I'm not. And I'm like, no, that's not it at all. What I want to help people do is get more of what they're wired up naturally, what's, what's going on inside of them and their natural talents and gifts and so on. I want to help bring that out more so that the, the way that they do business reflects more of who they really are as opposed to them trying to be somebody they're not. Um, that's when things get fun, you know. So, so basically you're trying to bring the real person. Yeah. Out of its shell. Yeah, exactly. And to be able to express themselves within an organization. Yeah, I am. And, and again, in three key ways, helping them how, how they think, how they behave, and what they do, right? So it's that, that no-be-do. Um, and, and that just starts to transform the person from the inside out. It's just an amazing, amazing thing that happens. And uh, they get excited. People get excited. Uh, the employees start to recognize, hey, there's something different about that guy. There's something different. He's, he's, he's talking different. He's more optimistic than he was. He's more visionary than he was. He's seeing possibilities that he hadn't seen before. It, it just starts to develop. So the, the internal behavior ex affects the external behaviors That's of exact, other people. That's exactly right. And so, you know... Um, we can't receive something before we see it. So we have to, we have to you know, help people see what's possible. Then you can begin to start receiving it and experiencing it and benefiting from it. So, yeah. so as far as the process itself, mm-hmm. you've kind of flipped the, the idea that um, mm. things start at the top. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I'll speak to that a little bit. So the traditional model is is that everybody in the organization exists to serve the people at the top. Right? They're there to make them happy, and basically they're at the beck and call of the people at the top. Well, that is one way to run a business, and there are a lot of businesses that are very profitable and successful that way. I think there's another model. I think it's a more powerful model and I think it brings out the best in people and essentially it just flips things around where the leaders begin to start viewing themselves as that's a kind of a strong word but basically servants to everybody else in the organization they see themselves at the bottom there to equip and promote and train and advance the rest of the people in the organization and when that starts to happen and you start drawing out all that exists within people, too often, and I mentioned this earlier, I, too often what I discover is that people are functioning in companies, in organizations. They're functioning in 20, 30, 40% of their capabilities, and they have so much more to offer, but they're not asked. 
or they're not given the opportunity to share what they're truly capable of. And when those things start coming out, those talents, those experiences and so on, and they're allowed to share those within the appropriate confines of the business and so on, that's another way the business starts taking off. And it's my belief is that if you can get an employee, and I don't think of them as employees, I think of them as teammates, but if you think of when you start getting people in an organization where they are functioning about 80% of their time in the area of their unique ability, wow, you want to see an organization take off? Those people are motivated. They're enthusiastic about the work they do. It changes the client or customer experience when they're interacting with those people so that they're functioning in the area of their strengths and giftedness and so on, and they're handing off things that they were in their world to people who they love to do those things. Now they're functioning in the area of their strengths, and, and the whole thing just takes off. So it's a little bit of the idea there. Wow. So you've run businesses too. Yes. So you've obviously implemented this type mm-hmm. of practice in your business. Yeah. Yeah, we have. I, I actually I started this model, which I simply call leadership squared, um, because when a leader starts implementing these principles, he multiplies or she multiplies himself within the organization. And really, I view things, and I think it's it's a big plus to the the leaders themselves is to see everybody in their organization as a leader. Because the true purpose of a leader is to create other leaders. Absolutely. And when you get people thinking of themselves as a leader, see, too often people think, when they think of leadership, they think of title or position or a certain income level and so on. That is not what leadership is about. At its very core, leadership is about influence. And every single person has influence. We have influence in our homes. We have influence in our jobs. We have influence in our community and so on. So the leader has to help everybody in the organization see that they are a leader. And one of the things that I do in my companies that I've done is, you know, most people have heard of the term entrepreneur. Everybody knows basically what that is. Well, one of the things that that I talked about in, in my company companies is that I want to help our our team members start thinking of themselves as entrepreneurs. And those, when I first brought the concept out, they said, well, what, what, what do you mean by that? I said, okay, here's what I mean by that. I want you to start thinking about your areas of responsibility as your own business, your own profit and loss, your own P&L uh, area, and start thinking about how could we make this area of the business, my area, my company, essentially, how could I make this more effective? So take a look at the processes that are currently in place. What could be done to make them more efficient? How would you go about changing them? Don't wait for me. I want you who's closest to the action. And you know where there's weaknesses. You know where things are getting bottlenecked and so on. You tell me how to improve things and look at that as you become an entrepreneur of your area. Well, you start getting people doing that throughout the organization, again, you start raising the energy level, the effectiveness of the organization. I mean, it just takes off. It's just one example. And that is something that you kind of mentioned before is that it's, it's not an external change that's happening. 
Like there's external yeah. things that force a business to make a change. Yeah. But you're saying this is yeah. an internal process. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's so it's so different from a leader trying to force change on on the employees, and the employees are kind of like pushing back, and they're kind of wincing almost, saying, eh, "Yeah, that doesn't feel right," or that doesn't feel. No, the difference is. No, you who are who's most familiar with what goes on in your area of the, of the company, man, you go. So, I had one of the, one of the the values. So we had some core values in my company, and uh, three, as a matter of fact, one of them was, I had three because I wanted to make them memorable and simple, so that everybody could remember them. Well, one of them one was they all started with the letter L. But this one having to be is we want people to have the value of leaning into their work. And by leaning into their work is this idea of becoming an entrepreneur. But here's what I mean by that. We wanted people so into their work and knowing what was going on and trying to think about how they could make it better that they were coming to the owners of the company, the leadership team with ideas. We talked about this idea of heels versus toes. We wanted you so up in, in what was going on with your area of your business. You were so much on your toes that you had us, the leadership team, on our heels. You were coming to us with ideas on how to improve things. We're going, whoa, wow, we're not sure we're ready for that. This is fantastic, right? So this whole heels versus toes idea, it, it just took off in the, in the company. Wow. So yeah. you, you had a real impact on that, that company. Yeah, and that came down to basically these three core values that we worked with. And um, I think that, you know, comp- every company has to have anywhere from three to seven. Seven's probably, we started off with seven, and it was too many. People couldn't remember them. And I think you have to have these core values and then have, like, one or two subpoints underneath them as to, like, okay, here's what we mean by this, all right? We don't put them up on the wall. They're not like nice thing to look at and, and so on. No, these are things that you, we just live by around here. We live and breathe them. Right? And, and that reminds me, and, and I understand some of this is proprietary, and we won't get into that. Yeah. But as far as the, the core values, one of the values that I see about you mm. is that you want to give back. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I mean, I can tell you the, the, the core values that I've used, and I'm not saying, I, I don't think it would be right for another company to adopt these, right? You, every company has to take a look at itself and say, okay, and here's the way you do this. I bet here's the quick way to do that is, if I were to cut you, what would you bleed? I mean, that's how, so when we started doing the process around values, we started thinking, okay, what's important to us? And we filled up a whiteboard, literally filled up a whiteboard. Okay, that's important to us. Oh, yep, that's important to us. That's important, right. And then we had this whiteboard filled with all this stuff. And we go, how in the world are we going to condense that down into a few? That, that is so we came up with this idea, okay, look, if I cut you, would you bleed that? And I go, no. I mean, I, I think that's important, but nah, not really, right? So we kept going through every single one of those, and uh, and we got them down to these these three. And look, so to your point, you said you know about giving back. One of those I told you one already. One was to lean into your work. Another one was to live open-handedly. And by living open-handedly is we've been blessed with resources and so on that we want to give back to our community. We want to give back to our clients that we serve. 
We want to give back to our teammates. So some of the things that we were doing as an organization, we were going out into the community at various times, and we were helping build homes. We were helping um, at soup kitchens. We were, you know, on and on and on. So, um, but uh, the other one, just to fill out the the, uh, the three, was um, lead with humble confidence. So the whole idea behind lead with humble confidence, or lead with humble confidence, is you got to know your stuff, right? You got to know your stuff. So it's not like, you know, so y- you need to be skilled, you need to be learned, but it's that there's, but there's no cockiness around here. There's no kind of, but lead with humble confidence. And so, and that is the idea of lean into your work. So we want people leaning into their work. Um, and I've mentioned the others, so you get the idea. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So if there's one takeaway that you'd want a listener to have today, what would that be? Mm. I would say wherever you're at in life right now, regardless of whatever level of success you've already achieved, there is so much more to experience in this life. Um, I just feel like we're scratching the surface. There is so, this life can be so exciting, so rewarding if we get our values right and we're just, we're we're thinking about things right and we're doing things right and so on. Life can take on so much more meaning and we can have an incredible impact uh, giving back to others. Mike, if somebody wants to reach out to you as mm. far as your leadership program that you have for corporations, mm. how can they do that? Yeah, they can just simply go to wisdomworksglobal.com. Wisdomworksglobal, and there's information there, and they can find out more about what, what I'm up to, and there's contact information and stuff like that. Mike, thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening to Naples Talk Radio.